Have you ever caught yourself daydreaming about owning a coffee shop or maybe a small quaint bakery in your neighborhood? What about your own boutique, hair salon, or tanning spa? Brewing your own beer or being a fitness trainer? Hi, I'm Taide Gonzalez, the founder of La Leona Coffee, and this is La Leona Podcast Small Business Talk, a podcast for a new generation of women who are being called to break out of the norm and become standout leaders in their community by pursuing entrepreneurship. In each episode, we bring in your favorite local small business owners to share the story of how their businesses were created and give in-depth, step-by-step advice on how you too can get started in their specific line of work. From coffee to baking, personal fitness training, cosmetology, and everything in between. Whether you're in that daydream stage or you're wondering how to take your small business to the next level, we're giving you the actionable steps you need to make your wildest dreams a reality. Ready to awaken the lioness? Grab a cup of coffee and let's get talking small business. Hello and welcome to La Leona Podcast Small Business Talk. I'm your host, Taide Gonzalez, and this is my very first show. I can't even tell you how excited I am to start this new project. As a small business owner myself, my mission is to create a podcast that will inspire, motivate, and help you in your entrepreneurial journey. I want to show you the real behind the scenes on how your favorite local businesses were created and have their owners share unique strategies for branding, marketing, and profiting. That's right, there is no gatekeeping here. Here at La Leona Podcast, we want you to awaken the lioness and be ferocious at chasing your dreams and goals. So with that being said, let's start the show. Today, we're going to be talking about the business of coffee, how to source it, brand it, sell it, and market it. But before we do that, let me take you back to how I came up with the idea and give you a quick background on how La Leona Coffee was created. First off, it's important for me to mention that I'm the type of person that has always wanted to have my own business. I attended school at the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandise here in San Diego and in LA for my second year. I graduated at the Staples Center (laughs) and I studied product development because I knew that I wanted to be involved in the process of product making. Immediately after graduating, I landed a job working for a company that had licensing and created clothing for different soccer teams locally, such as Cholos de Tijuana, as well as European teams such as Manchester United, Liverpool, Barcelona, etc., While I was there, I was assisting with every single facet of production, from looking at technical drawings, approving samples, styling photo shoots and catalogs, setting up showrooms, and helping the sales team get organized. I even got to travel to Hong Kong to meet with our manufacturers face-to-face and work on our other private label clothing brands. So pretty much my dream job. I worked there for about a year and learned so, so much, but then sadly, around 2013, I was laid off. After that, my life began developing in different ways, and I had a lot of big things happen in my life, like moving back to Leon with my parents because of green card issues, (laughs) fixing those, coming back, finding a partner, having my first kid, etc., etc. And I basically just let the time fly by. Fast forward to 2015, 2016, I found myself being a mom, working retail, 
I used to work at Henry Bendel, rest in peace, then Bloomingdale's with a horrific holiday schedule, not really being able to control my hours, my pay, and having my son stay with my mom pretty much all day while my partner and I worked. And that was just a really sad feeling, one that I know a lot of you moms and dads can relate to, just being totally powerless over your life, really. And that powerless feeling is what led me to apply to cosmetology school. This is also because I was finding it really difficult to find any sort of product development type jobs here in San Diego. It seemed like they were all based up in LA and living up there was just not a possibility for us at all. I enrolled at Paul Mitchell to school here in downtown San Diego. And now looking back, I can see how that was not the right move for me. But at the moment, I thought me becoming a hairstylist could give me the freedom to make my own schedule, decide how much I would earn, and ultimately make me a small business owner. I would finally have something of my own. I got my cosmetology certificate, passed state board, which was not easy, let me tell you. It took me two tries. <laughs> it was actually very hard for me, but I finally did it. And then when I started working at salons as an assistant, reality hit. Doing hair was not my passion. I love being surrounded by all the talent and ambition of hairstylists, but it is a very, very demanding career. And to put it quite bluntly, you need to have a lot of passion for the craft to get you through those grueling work days. Fast forward again, this time to 2019, still working as a salon assistant when I found out I was pregnant with my second child, a daughter. I gave birth to her December 31st, 2019. She is a New Year's baby, and that's also the day the World Health Organization officially recognized or named COVID-19. Dun, dun, dun. So how is that for a plot twist? And of course, as everyone knows, hairstylists and salons were hit very, very hard during the beginning stages of the pandemic. It was a lot of uncertainty. A lot of people were left wondering what was going to happen to the industry as a whole, since it's solely based on touch and face-to-face -face interaction. Like you can't cut someone's hair virtually, unfortunately. So it was a lot of uncertainty, a lot of opening, then closing again. And I was left wondering if it was even worth it for me to continue pursuing a career in cosmetology, knowing damn well my heart was not fully in it. So I decided to try again, go back to the drawing board, figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And if you remember well, during the pandemic, it seemed like everyone and their moms was selling something. I had friends and family that started baking sourdough bread, others making artisanal pizzas, delicious cookies, desserts, just everything under the sun. And I saw how quickly we all gathered to support them and buy whatever it was that they were selling. So I wanted in. I was like, I want to sell something of my own. I want to have something I can put all my efforts in, be creative, take beautiful product pictures of, recommend and build from the ground up up but guys i'm a horrible cook like i don't bake i'm pretty much useless in the kitchen i don't have any crafts that i was already doing or working on that i could you know just sell so i started researching products that were already made so nothing i had to make with my own hands and things that i could basically put my own brand into so that is called private labeling 
I did a lot of Googling and YouTubing. I find everything on YouTube. And I saw a video of this guy that was private labeling coffee. And it was like a light bulb just went right off. And I started thinking like, oh my God, coffee. Who doesn't like coffee? I love coffee. I love the idea of having my own. So let me see how easy or hard it actually is to have my own coffee company. And I think this is a great way to transition into talking about our key points that I mentioned earlier, starting with sourcing your coffee. And just to redirect this back to the audience, and if you are someone that has been dreaming of having your own coffee company, even opening a coffee shop of your own one day, this is where I want to kind of pivot. And now that you guys have heard my backstory of the conception of La Leona Coffee, I want to start talking about you and focusing on giving you, the audience, the key points that you need to get started in the coffee industry starting with sourcing. So my research began to find local roasters that would be open to private labeling their coffee. And luckily, San Diego has a very abundant coffee scene with really amazing, talented, and experienced roasters. But my research led me to find a company about 45 minutes away up in Temecula that devotes their entire operation to sourcing really high-quality beans and they are open to doing private labeling. So my suggestion to anyone trying to source coffee for their brand is to literally Google private label coffee in San Diego or wherever you live. And if you don't see many results with that, then simply research local coffee roasters and go directly to them. Either DM them on Instagram, email, or in person and ask them if they are open to private labeling and go from there. Once you talk to your roaster and agree to start production, you will need to begin your branding, starting with a name. For me, it didn't take much research. I knew that I wanted the coffee to represent where I come from, which is Leon, Guanajuato. I was born there and I knew I wanted it to be female forward. So that's why Leona came to mind. It was also very important for the name to be easy to pronounce in English and Spanish so it can appeal to my Latinx community. And that's when I landed on La Leona Coffee. Then I spent some time coming up with my tagline, something that could help me sell the message a bit further. So after workshopping a few things, I came up with Awaken the Lioness. And the word lioness as a whole really stood out for me. The urban dictionary meaning of lioness, it's really funny, but it's actually a good one. So it's an extremely independent, ambitious, driven woman who is fierce, backs up her shit, takes care of her own, friends, and family. Like, whoa, that is exactly what I want my coffee brand to represent. For the logo, I spent a lot of time on Pinterest looking at different coffee brands to see if there was anything that stood out for me. But ultimately, I decided to take after the biggest player in the industry, Starbucks. That's right. Their mermaid really inspired me. I like how geometric the shape is and how the mermaid really means something in Greek methodology. So I wanted to develop my lioness the same way, emulated, but I wanted mine to have curlier hair, kind of look like a lioness and have her hold a cup of coffee. 
All right, so at this point you have your coffee supplier and you landed a name and a logo. You have already started working on a tagline and that's what's really gonna help you start creating a message for your brand, which will be very helpful when we get to the marketing side of things and don't worry, we're gonna touch on that later. Okay, so you're thinking, now what? I have my coffee in hand or it's in my supplier's warehouse, so now I need to sell it. The first thing you need to do is open a Shopify page. Now, I am planning on going very in-depth on how to use Shopify, as well as talk you through the ins and outs on apps, add-ons, pros and cons, and later episodes. So don't really worry too much about the technicalities when it comes to a website. If you already have a website that has selling capabilities, then don't worry about Shopify. But if you do have a website, but it doesn't have an easy way for you to add products and start selling, then I do suggest you go over to Shopify and transfer everything you have over. Trust me, it's going to be way easier in the future. Next, you need to set up your Instagram. And this is where you get to be creative and have fun with things. Go check out your favorite local shops and coffee brands and see what they're doing with their feeds to get inspiration and to get an idea of the type of content that's already working out there in the market. You will have to spend some time in the beginning taking product pictures of coffee bags, making your coffee, trying out different recipes so you can start recommending it to your audience. Your very first clients will hopefully be friends and family, and it's very important that you start getting feedback right away so you can improve and adjust recipes as needed. The best way to sell your coffee is to showcase delicious ways to drink it. Another way of selling your coffee, and one of my preferred methods, especially at the beginning, is pop-ups. I get so excited talking about pop-ups, even though I'm not really doing any at the moment, just because I have luckily landed a space where I can sell my coffee for the summer. So I no longer have to be constantly searching for pop-ups, but pop-ups for selling any food-based item, it's where it's at. The reason why I highly encourage you to participate in pop-ups is because nothing beats face-to-face customer interaction, especially when it comes to something edible. Having people actually try our coffee for the first time and give us feedback in real life is what actually kept us going and it's what helped us later on in our marketing efforts. Without people actually trying your coffee, selling it um, just online and selling it just the coffee bags is going to become a real challenge for you. The process of participating in a pop-up is very, very easy, but it can be a little bit tricky at the beginning. So you will go to Instagram again and search San Diego pop-ups and start your research there. This is an area you will have to spend some time researching because pop-ups can be really big farmer's market type events or they can be very micro-focused. I've attended some at full-out venues and others at people's houses. So there is really something there for everyone. I suggest if you're a San Diego local, you should start looking at Femix, that is a venue, and following them if you haven't already. Once you are there, you will start to see a number of pop-ups and events. They will start announcing them, especially for the summer. Those are the most beautiful and fun ones, you guys. And also spend some time looking at what they have hosted in the past. 
It's a matter of clicking on the ones that stand out to you and following them because the host will typically open applications for new vendors and you will have to get in there and just learn how to participate. The beauty of a pop-up is that once you do one, you will start connecting with a bunch of fellow vendors and by following them, you can begin your vendor network so it's way easier to participate and find events. Again, this is just the tip of the iceberg on how to sell your coffee, and I'm planning on covering and interviewing people that host pop-ups for a living because it's just super interesting, and it's a cool concept and a real behind-the-scenes there. So keep an eye on the podcast for that. Okay, so we are heading to the last key point of our conversation here, all about the business of selling coffee. And this is probably the most important one, and that is marketing. Now, I am not a marketing wizard or a genius. I definitely still have a lot to learn when it comes to all these topics that I've mentioned so far, but I am extremely passionate about marketing. I'm currently enrolled in the UCSD content marketing course online, and I just completely immerse myself in everything marketing for the past year or so, trying to learn as much as I can from professionals, peers, and reputable sources. So let me share my overall strategies and kind of my thought process when it comes to marketing La Leona Coffee. The reason why I was so focused on coming up with a tagline at the very beginning of my branding research is because I know that what sells a product, any product, not just coffee, is a good message that people can understand and stand behind. So what I mean by this is that people will buy your product once, Just because, you know, they may know you, they are curious and they want to support you, which is great. But if you want real longevity and client loyalty, I think you really need to make it about the message. For example, I always say my company is not about the coffee. It's about me supporting and helping young, ambitious females who may just be starting or may not even know that owning a business is even a possibility for them. But they feel called to entrepreneurship and they just don't know where to start. Very similar to where I was in my situation that I explained to you guys earlier that I knew I wanted to have and nourish a business, but I had no idea where to start. So you may be saying, okay, but how does that relate to you selling coffee? Well, my whole message might be awaken the lioness, aka get it done, just do it, very Nike. But what I'm sitting here thinking about is what is the very first thing people do in the morning when they wake up and they're ready to start working on those goals and dreams? They drink coffee. It's as simple as that. Majority of people wake up to the smell of coffee brewing in the morning. And that is just so powerful to me. It's a motivation for them to wake up early because they know they already have a delicious treat waiting for them that will fuel them with energy, wake them up, and start their morning on a good path. Just think about those mornings where you didn't have time to make your coffee in the morning, or even stop at like a 7-Eleven or a Starbucks to get it. Those mornings suck. In my opinion, you feel cheated. You feel like your morning is already off to a bad start. So in order to align with my greater purpose for La Leona, I start by providing really high quality, delicious coffee that you can rely on to get you through your morning. That being said, all of my content marketing efforts, meaning social media posts, videos, blogs, and everything else I have planned on releasing this year will revolve around mornings, morning routines, morning coffee recipes, and other things that may aid my target audience with their coffee needs. 
All right, guys. So with that, we are getting closer to the end of this podcast. A quick recap of what we touched on today for all you dreamers and coffee lovers that may want to have your own coffee brand coffee shop one day. I tried to give you a general but thorough glimpse behind how I run my own company shared my business conception story, how I source my coffee, how I brand it, how I sell it, and how I market it. Please, if you know someone that is obsessed with coffee and is always talking about owning a small business, go share this episode with them or tag them on our Instagram page at La Leona Podcast. Go to our website at laleonaco.com to check out the show notes as well as a written transcript of this episode in case you like to listen and read at the very same time. I know I personally like to learn this way. And thank you for listening. Also, if you have any suggestions of small business owners in San Diego, OC, even LA area that I can interview, tag them on my Insta or send us a DM with their info because this is just the beginning. And we definitely want to share as many stories as possible to cater to all of you out there that are chasing that entrepreneurial dream. Again, thank you so very much for listening. Leonas, don't forget to rate us and subscribe to the show. And I will see you guys next Sunday. Bye.